Hey, welcome back to Bay and Biddy. This is uh, our review of last Christmas, and we went ahead and ditched the old dice bay, and we have an actual bay up in the building. What's up, bay? How's it going? How did you like uh, last Christmas? It, you, s- you know, it, it wasn't what I was expecting at all. And then I think I was going to say, like, what were you expecting then? I was expecting some type of a movie, like a romantic comedy type of movie similar to Serendipity. Did you ever see Serendipity? I did, yeah. John, is it John Cusack and uh, Kate yeah. Beckinsale? Yep, that's that's the one. Okay, now, if I recall when I saw that movie, to me it was kind of like watching um, that Groundhog Day movie where they just <laughs> kept seeing each other. Same thing over and over again. I'm just like, you know what? Let's get on with it, right? It was slow, yeah. I thought there was moments in this movie that were initially I was entertained, and then I then it started to drag for me. But then the ending and how it turned out, it, to me, it saved me from not recommending it because I, I was I was on the I was on the level I was on the uh, the ledge as you were talking about your popcorn being on the ledge. I was on the ledge whether to uh, to give it a you know thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> and to me, like the end of the movie saved it for me. But there's a plot twist that we can't really talk about. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Even even telling you that there's a plot twist, yeah, that kind of that might ruin it for some people. But because I don't want people, because it hit us like a ton of bricks while we were sitting in the theater, and I I wasn't even looking over. And I could, I could just sense like, oh my gosh, that's what happened, you know, like from from you. And I don't know if you could sense anything from me, but we were both kind of like taken aback by how the movie twisted. Oh yeah, especially because it, it was slow, like it, it was very, very slow. In fact, a part of me was it was kind pl- of, plotting almost. It, it was plotting, but a, a part of me was kind of wishing we hadn't watched this movie in recliners. Because, okay. you know, yeah. laying it was in so recliners, it was so comfortable and slow, it was almost going to be like Snorefest. Right. And then I, I think uh, for people that were expecting like a ro- more of a romantic comedy, um, they might be let down because it yeah. really focused more on her and her family and her job. And it was really based all around Amelia Clark's character. And she's a good actress. I, I really like her in pretty much anything she does, especially that movie where she – was it her that played the uh, – the caretaker of that guy in the wheelchair, that one movie. Did you, did you ever see that? I did not see that. I oh, wanted to see gosh. that. Oh, my gosh. And that, that actor that played uh, the person she was taking care of was was really good, too, him, himself. I, I think if you're going to want to see more of a... That was more of a romantic drama. So I, I think it was... The, gosh, what was that movie called? Uh... It was a good, it was a famous book, but I'll have to probably like put Wuthering it. Wuthering Heights. Well, no, no, it was. I mean, it was a popular book that it was the movie was adapted from. This is me, or this, or this, not not so much. This is me, but but anyways, this movie's about or this review's about last Christmas, and so all the all the pieces. Of Michelle Yao, the the uh, Santa, basically was her name. Like she worked, the girl worked at a um, what was it? She worked at a. Uh, Christmas what, shop. Christmas shop. Christmas shop. In, that Michelle Yeoh owned. Yeah, that Michelle Yeoh owned. And, uh, you know, at first when I saw her and then I saw the, the Asian actor that's that they were paired together in Crazy Rich Asians, I'm like, oh, here we go. Is this another movie to to, ah. se- to sell to the, uh, you know, Asian crowd and overseas? Like, what, remember that movie, A Meg- Megalodon or whatever, like with the, about the, the big fish? In the, the shark with Jason Statham. Like, everything about that was... 
um, let's sell this to the Asian community and like really you know, is that what you got out of that? that I that's thought it what was it was. Just a big shark from like well, the dinosaur. Well, it was, but all this, all the extra characters and the little girl staring in the window at the big shark. And okay, it, it and the was whole just, fact that there's a little girl staring in the out the window in meters down, you know, which I don't even know how the hell they can right. build like a big old fish tank meters down and have people survive. And this big megalodon is trying to attack the little Or girl. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you who knows how to do that. The Asian people know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And you're, you're, you know, what, you're like, are you 100% Asian or? <laughs> who, me? Yeah. I am a mutt. You're a mutt. Yes. So she has like a good portion Asian. Yes, I so, probably three quarters of me. We don't want any hate mail or, or you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, please don't. I've got some European and Asians. So I cover all the bases. I go. think between all of us, we cover the bases. Right, and so we we're a good uh, sample sample uh, <laughs> size of the American audience. So with this movie, like I was ex- I was looking forward to seeing this movie because I do like romantic comedies. I do like both leads, and they've been good in other movies by themselves. But together, to me, like. I was thinking about names for the podcast, like what could we review this as? I, I thought like the odd couple because it's like she she clearly wasn't uh, attracted to him necessarily. She was like when they first meet, she's eyeballing some black guy, and then she's got <laughs> ra- random uh, English dudes in her in her different places that she lives that they she's are, shagging. They are like you know in London, so. So you think they fuck more in London than they do here in the States? They're definitely more open. Like, shit, she had, like, a guy every night. That's why she couldn't keep, like, Yeah, she did. And then then there was an interesting scene where this was the beginning of where it starts to kind of either for some unravel or for some, like, everything comes together in terms of why these two seem so awkwardly uh, put together is that she finally gets a chance to spend the night with him and she says uh what was it she she said if i sing this song will you give me a kiss if i sing you if i sing a lullaby will you give me a A kiss good night yeah oh but what preceded that was he she's like let's lay down together yes and he puts her in the bed he doesn't get in the bed himself and then you're thinking okay so i was thinking all right, this guy's got some terminal disease and he's trying not to get too attached uh, to her. And, you know, she basically is like, all right, well, maybe she's probably thinking maybe he's gay or, you know, like. So anyways, he doesn't he doesn't lay down next to her. And then uh, from there, you know, that's where the movie kind of the jump off where it just switches up on, switches up on you for being like, uh, you know, one, two step, you know, they go to a. What are they, what are they, they go to an ice rink. They go to different places. He keeps saying, look up, look up. He keeps and, saying, look up, and he keeps trying to, you, you think they go on many dates. Yeah, he's so he's goofy. Being, yeah, he's goofy, and he's being romantic. He he's disappears, saying, though, for, for long periods of time. He disappears, and it's funny is that whenever he disappears, that's kind of where I lost interest, because I, I, I didn't really care too much about Emma Thompson, the, her mother, all the side issues with her. It's like... She was saying, you know, I'm a complete mess, you know, like, why do you want to... She didn't even really say, why do you want to get involved with me? But that's kind of what she was implying. And, um, you know, he he introduces her to a homeless shelter. He's like, oh, these are your people, you know? <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and uh, she's like, no, I mean, I'm not homeless. Like, I, I have places I can go, you know? Like, And so, um, but I guess 
I guess it was an interesting movie in the sense of her evolution as a person. And it almost like um, maybe she didn't believe in herself, but he helped her uh, find purpose. Well, her character was like the typical train wreck. You know, you've got somebody who... Okay, I'll give this much to the movie. The movie starts off as her, you know, with her as a child singing in the choir. Right. And oh, so, that was that was her. That was her. Okay. That was her. So, and that was her family sitting. That's why Emma Thompson was there. Oh, and her dad, it. Okay. And the little girl with black hair was her sister. So that was, oh, I see. I see. Flashback. So, you know, she's she's a train wreck. She obviously, you know, was probably looked at to do the best and to I don't know what like her family probably had so many goals for her and you know and and typical immigrant dreams like right. I, I can say i'm the child i'm a first generation you know so they were, I, and they were from yugoslavia and they're from yugoslavia so i totally understand the whole dragon you know mother and immigrant <clears throat> goals and dreams and beliefs that right. you know, people instill on their children and then if your, your sister becomes a lesbian then, then even more so like right oh, yeah, all the dreams fall upon you yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a ball busting corporate bitch right you, you could do that better all you can do is make lesbian pudding which I thought that was funny. <laughs> In fact, I would love to have some lesbian pudding right now. Would you, would you really? That would be good. It was black and white. Yeah. Oh, sprinkles. Uh, <laughs> sprinkles. There you go. <laughs> so you were saying like the redeeming qualities so, of the movie? So, yeah. So I think, you know, I was really trying to see if they were going to delve more into her character history, why she turned out to be a train wreck. And I think it's just like a typical... Why she's an alcoholic? Or, you oh, know, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Why she, she fucks every guy yeah, like that she's, winks at her? You know, and I I can see her perspective of, you know... I've dated girls like her. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, but I wasn't as tell. smooth talking as that first guy where he's just... That guy was like the perfect guy, right? The first guy she meets in the movie. Oh, the that oh where she's in the shower. And, and I'm like thinking, like this guy could be in a fucking another movie. Like this guy's got good looks. What did you think of him? I I have to think back and remember what he looks like. <laughs> remember, like he, he like gives her the cappuccino. He's like, I'm going to go to the corner and get oh, some like that's right. Get some They're veggies really to make you a fucking like uh, power some juice power and all this smoothie. Which I'm yeah. like, who the fuck drinks a power smoothie in the in the morning? But, I'm like, you know, this I is the perfect guy, and then I, evidently he wasn't. No, he had some flaws, and we're not going to say why. We're just, <laughs> just going to say he had some flaws. And she just or, kept picking the wrong guys. Yes, her I picker was wrong. She, she just her, yeah. So before uh, the thing cuts off, cuts us off. Uh, <laughs> just, just to get this in, uh, recom- would you recommend it or would you not? Would you say you know skip you know, it, get it on Redbox? Biddy, I'm an action adventure war chick. And I'm a romantic comedy guy. I know. So getting my <laughs> opinion on it, if I would recommend it, like I, I'm like thinking, sap. I'm, I'm almost thinking like the, the the guideline for recommending it versus not would be like, would you see it again in the theater? And and uh, I think I think I would. I, like I don't know why. Like, but I think I would would because I want to watch it from the perspective of. Knowing what the, you know. Knowing the plot twist that happens at the end. I think I would, too, just to see if I could catch little things. Or to see if we missed little things that yes. could have tipped us off. And I'll tell you right now, one of the things that uh, that tipped me off was when she started to sing that song at the very end where she gets together with uh, the homeless shelter and they put on a, a production. And when she starts singing the lyrics, and I'm, and I'm not going to elaborate on this, but how, remember how you said that this was based on Wham songs? Yes. And what I said was, no, it's not. It was just, this is our exit. 
I said, I said, no, it's not. It's based on, it was inspired by one song. The song that uh, is the title of the movie. And if you listen to those lyrics, it'll explain to you why this movie was made, what the plot twist is. It'll give you a hint towards that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You, 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 know. you know you know where I, I'm coming from? I do. And I, and I just look at you like, mm, might be too much. Well, that's if people made it this far in the podcast, that's our, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's our hint. Kudos to you, people! Cheers. That is our hint, and uh, this has been Bay and Biddy. And uh, so, okay, in terms of stars, like I, I'm a I'm a huge star guy. Like I, I like the Star Boy. We have two minutes left. We can squeeze another okay, two so minutes. We've got Amelia Clark. We've got Emma Thompson. I'm going to give it three stars. Well, oh, you know, you mean so that. okay, I'm so actually, so I'm actually characters. recommending it. So once zero, one, and two, you're not recommending it. Three, four, and five, you are. Okay. Uh, three is good. Four is great. Five is excellent. Mm. I'm giving this a good a three stars. I would go so far as to say three and a half, just because it's different. And since this is uh, being done on my podcast, there's no half stars, okay? What? <laughs> We're going to go zero, one, and two. Zero, one, and two. You have Harsh. fair is two, poor is one, and zero is dear God. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> it's garbage, right? I'd rather eat kale. Yeah, it's like, why did I even, like, spend, you know, my A-list uh, selection on this damn piece of garbage? <laughs> I give it a three then. So a three, yeah. So we're in agreement with that. Um, go see this. Um, Don't make it your last Christmas, people. Yeah, and it, and it really, to be honest, like, other than like the the, sh- the the shop that she's in and a few few uh, lights along the the boulevard there, it was. It did, I didn't get a total, terribly Christmas vibe off of this. Did you? I didn't even feel like I was in London. What does that say? Oh, uh, that's that could be said. Yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, I don't think there was any poor acting in the film. I, I will say that I, I, I loved all the um, the musical selections from, not so much Wham, it was mostly George Michael, right? George Michael, yeah. And I really would like to find out what the name of George Michael's partner in Wham was. Wouldn't that be and, fun to Google? Andrew. If you get this, oh my gosh, I will be impressed for life. Andrew, I want to say Riesley or Riggsley. Okay, we're going to have to go Andrew look that something. up. And if she's even close, like, wow, I think I'll invite her back for another podcast. <laughs> I know for sure it's Andrew, so I'm coming back, people. So go uh, read the lyrics, Google the lyrics for Last Christmas, and maybe you'll have an idea of what that plot twist is. Um, and thanks for listening. You guys have a great night. Bye.